Welcome to the Ghetto Good Girl Podcast, where we are here to evolve from girls to grown Christian women. We do not claim to have it all figured out, and we are not the Bible-thumping type, but we are open to talk about things that others do not, all in a judgment-free zone. Hello, I am your good girl host, Justice Antica. I am here to talk about the Bible-thumping Christians because, let's be honest, we are all tired of them, and they uh, are the reason a lot of people are leaving Christianity and the church these days. I have gathered many reasons, so make sure to listen all the way through because this will be a juicy conversation, and we are about to dive in. Please note that all Christians are not Bible thumpers, okay? Um, a Bible thumper, per the dictionary, uh, that is someone that's a person who expounds or follows the teachings of the Bible in an aggressively evangelistic way. <laughs> okay, so... You know those people who are super aggressive, right? Like the, you going to hell, you going to hell, you going to hell type of people, right? Those are the type of people that you would consider a Bible thumper. So again, like I said, all Christians are not Bible thumpers. Um, Like, look at this. Imagine like this. If you're talking to somebody... And y'all having y'all conversation and you're telling them about something that you do that might not be biblically correct. And they instantly start going down your throat about you're going to hell. That's going to send you to hell. You already look. And you're like, okay, but wait a minute because I ain't even, I just started going to church yesterday. Like, hold on. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You could die tomorrow. You're going to hell tomorrow. You did like Bible thumper. <laughs> bible thumper because honestly let's be real jesus was not a bible thumper and jesus was definitely our example okay um nobody ever told me to be like be like moses nobody ever told me to be like abraham nobody ever told me to be like eve like everybody was like wwjd what would jesus do right um so i don't remember jesus being like you're going to hell you're going to hell you're going to hell now he would definitely derif like put the difference i ain't about to sit up here and mess up but he'll put the difference between this will get you into my father's house and this will not right so yeah you do let them know all right you don't let anybody walk around just ignorant to the fact if they call themselves christians and that's um something that they say that they follow the teaching of jesus then yeah you know it is what we do as brothers and sisters, just like you would tell your brother, you know, mama would not let you do that. Or, you know, dad going to be mad. You done took his car. But at the end of the day, you ain't about to pull out your belt. Because <laughs> who are you? You can't punish nobody. These ain't your kids. And that's how you are supposed to think about it as a Christian. We are brothers and sisters, right? We are not, you know, God. <laughs> like, we're not the big G-O-D. So... 
Um, and trust me, I feel y'all. And I do understand that that's why a lot of people now um, have that church hurt. Like, I honestly feel like you can directly tie and correlate Bible thumpers with church hurt. I really do. Um, because there are a lot of people who are so hurt. I've heard stories about people pretty much saying... Oh, well, I was told that because I wasn't falling out in church and I wasn't speaking in tongues, then I'm not a Christian. I'm not a good enough Christian. I'm going to go to hell. And I don't know why they told you that. And I'm sorry if anybody told you that because what? Um, No, that is not how that work at all because you ain't passed out at altar call does not secure your seat or not secure your seat in heaven okay that is religious practices and i feel like people have not realized that just because jesus died that don't mean that the pharisees and sadducees died too and that same spirit that the pharisees and the sadducees had on them they're still on people to this day um, those same spirits, those same characteristics, that's why we read the Bible, right? Because it's instruction on how to get through this whole life before leaving, okay? So, there's still Pharisees and Sadducees. I, we just don't call them the same. Right now, they're called Bible-thumping Christians. That's what they're called, okay? That's what they are. Bible-thumping Christians. Um, those are the people that's, like, watching your every little move and, like, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Jesus didn't wash his hand. Hey, Jesus, you did not wash your hand. And our religious practices say that if you do not wash your hands, then you're not here. And Jesus was like, uh, calm down. Please chill out. Are you coming at me about washing my hands and your soul filthy? It's biblical. Read it. Um, that's literally how Jesus was coming at them. Like, please chill out. Like, for real. Okay, take it down a couple of notches so you know just kind of pay attention to the type of spirit even the bible says that you're supposed to test a person's spirit and a lot of people are not speaking enough about these pharisees and these sadducees spirit just like okay the woman that they brought to jesus that was like we call her in the act of committing adultery and jesus what do you want us to do and he really they really was the pharisees and the sadducees trying to figure out how is Jesus going to handle this? Because if he doesn't handle this right, then we're going to kill him. Because we're tired of him telling us that we, you know, we doing too much. Pretty much is what he was saying. Like, y'all do too much and too little at the same time. Okay. Um, and Jesus was like, okay, he without sin cast the first stone. And like, he turned around, stopped looking. He right in the sand. He minding his business. And then when he turned around and he looked, everybody gone. Because all of them had sinned, okay? So, it's no perfect person outside of Jesus. No perfect even Christian. Now, I understand that there are biblical teachings that if you are following Christ, then you are as close to perfect in this earth. But it never said that you are the perfect Christian and everybody should be following you. No, we are all followers of Jesus. And we are all following him together. I think people have these, like different thoughts in their head and they start feeling like they are so much more special than you are we are all what what did the bible say about us filthy rags god called us filthy rags like 
I just I just don't I I don't know how I feel about these Bible thumping Christians. Like I'm very much for the word, but I also know that there's a time and a place for everything. Just like even Matthew ten fourteen, it says, "If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that home or that town." That mean like if I come to you and be like, I mean, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Like that is kind of a idol if you say you believe in God. And they're like, girl, hold on. Because first of all, I'm gonna do this. Um, I'm going to universe and chakra and grand rising and third eye my way into heaven. Then guess what? What who am I to say anything else after that? Okay, do you boo? Like, ain't I got nothing else for you? I'ma shake them dust and keep on going. I don't have time for this. If you wanted to ask me more, if you wanted to say, hey, show me the Bible or something like that, sure, I would sit here and I would do that. But you're not welcoming what I have to say. But a Bible thumping Christian is gonna say, No, you're going to hell. That is going to send you to hell. Hell is hot and it's fiery. And let's let's also talk about I feel like this really became a big, this like hell in the handbasket thing got really big, like in my opinion, in the 90s, the 80s, 90s, right? I guess maybe it was because of like the epidemic of like crack and all of this other stuff, but um, <laughs> all of a sudden it was just like hell, 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 hell is hot. And especially when they felt like the world was going to be over in the 2000s. It was like, everybody, you're going to hell, 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 hell is hot. And that's when a lot of people started, like, turning away from, they say they turn away from religion, but they really turned away from God. And you should never be able to let anybody turn you away from God. Like, I grew up in a household with a parent that was very much Jesus, heaven, hell, Holy Spirit, all of that, right? And... A lot of the time she was saying, I was a kid, I was growing up, I was going through my phases, I was learning, you know, this is, this is all about growing. This is a honest, judgment-free zone. I was doing what I was doing, I was doing it well, okay? And she was very much like, oh my goodness, did you curse? Because if you curse, then you know what the Bible says about that? The Bible says that, you know, Satan is with those who are cursing people. And, you know, oh my gosh, did you, because, and, 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 and honestly, if anything, can we all be honest that when people are constantly being like, came in that type of way that they're going to like back up? And that's pretty much what the church did. And I just don't remember Jesus doing it. Jesus was just like, okay, I am the son of God, which we ain't going to say that. We're going to say we are Christians. Um, And he's going to see somebody that's going through something. And they usually, when they're ready, if, if you could really look at a lot of the time, the people that Jesus was talking to, they were ready for a change or they were like, nah, I don't know. Right. But the, the people that were ready for a change, they already had it made up in their mind and in their heart. And those are people that he was like, okay, okay, great. And he talked to them. He had that conversation with them. You cannot make people do anything. He gave us free will. Uh, and he died knowing that certain people are not going to want to serve him. Like, I'm just so sick of that. Um, and I also was on TikTok today and I heard a story of like a lady on she said that she was raped multiple times 
and that, you know, she became pregnant and the church told her that she would go to hell for getting rid of that baby. But the person who did it to her would be forgiven of their sins. And of course, anybody that's like, okay, my thing is the church has like, they need to have a department of like people who have a heart for people because Jesus had a heart for people. Right. And I'm starting to notice that most of the time, the leaders of the church don't always have a heart for people, which is a little bit weird. And we need to discuss that because I don't think that it's supposed to be like that, but okay. Um, they don't really have a heart for people. And sometimes when people are going through, you're not going to get through to them at that moment. So like somebody come to you crying, you can't be like, Oh, you know, you're going to go to hell and that person's going to go to heaven. Like that doesn't even sound, it's a time and place for everything. The Bible say that. Okay. So now we have this person who is on TikTok pretty much saying like God needs to mind his business and God wasn't there when I needed him. And God is so much more concerned about the person that hurt me. And, and a lot of people feel that way. And I realize a lot of people have that, like, how could God forgive this person? But at the end of the day, what should have been discussed with her is you are still loved. God is still with you. No matter what you're going through, it's about turning back to him, not putting your focus on that and taking the focus off of this horrendous thing that happened to her and just embracing her with love. Right. Everybody want to scream Jesus is love, but nobody wants to really embrace people with love. Like somebody is sad and going through it. And all y'all want to talk about is, well, you know, you was out there, you know, in the crack house and all do you like all you need to be like is God still loves you. Give me a hug. God loves you. I just really hate that that string of events happen. I really hate that you went through what you went through. That is just horrible to hear this story. I really hate that this happened to you. Let's start changing the narrative of what people are going through. And then later on, they will clean up their act. But if you meet them at a very vulnerable moment with nothing but judgment and condemnation, they are going to run from the church. They are going to run from God. They are going to run from Christ. That's just... That's just how it is. And that's how people get church hurt. They get hurt in the church and they already didn't have a solid foundation with God for themselves. And now, boom, they just can't stand. If you say Christian, they roll their eyes. If you say, I love Jesus, you got I love Jesus bumper sticker. And now they just, they got to go out their way today to cut you off. They going to miss their exit. Be late to work so that they can speed up in front of you and cut you off. Because why you got that bumper sticker? Because you know what? Y'all told me I was going to hell. Like... We got to just meet people with love. We cannot save nobody. If that was the case, we would have saved ourselves. And if you were so perfect, God would not have sent his only son. He would have sent you. Okay. Um, I just, I'm not for it. I'm really not for it. We cannot save anybody. We should not be condemning anybody. My favorite, one of my favorite scriptures is condemn and be condemned. Okay. It says judge and be judged, condemn and be condemned, but you should forgive so that your father in heaven may forgive you. Okay. So all you need to be worried about is forgiveness. Okay. That is changing your heart posture. Okay. And who can save is God. So let God work with them. Let the Holy Spirit convict them on whatever they got going on. And stop judging these people. Stop judging these people. Okay? Stop judging these people. Period. Um, I just... 
I really want to know what y'all have to say about this. Like, I'm really very curious <laughs> about, like, how y'all feel about church hurt and Bible-thumping Christians. Um, so, I will be creating, like, I want to create, like, um, maybe a Facebook group or something like that to kind of keep the discussion going. Um, so, I think I'm going to create, like, a, a Ghetto Good Girls Facebook group, you know. Shameless plug. Let's talk about this because it's I've heard so much stuff. No cap. I've heard so much stuff about like and that's why people get their whole I'm not about to read the Bible. I don't care about that. I don't just believe that if I'm a good person I'm going to heaven. And it's like not exactly because that's not what it says. But okay. And that brings me to another point. Like you would never go to somebody's book signing and have no intention on reading a book and you just there and they're like hey you want me to sign your book and you're like i don't really care for your book i just pulled up to see if y'all had like cookies or is is the lemonade free so why do y'all expect to go to heaven and never read this man's book like y'all expect to be up there chilling with this man and ain't heard nothing he done said he done put out a whole book been out your whole lifetime you had 69 years to read it and you feel like he want to sit up there and have a conversation with you and you lost in the sauce like oh you said that he's like yeah it was in the book Ch -ch chapter three uh like come on make it make sense y'all so weird like y'all very much give off a whole lot of weird energy but it's cool because I ain't gonna act like I read the book forever. I know that I just, you know, you know, I've been getting myself together. I've been getting myself together and God has been helping me. And it's all about what you want. It's all about changing your mindset to be like, okay, let me try this. Let me try this. Okay. It's 2022 and it's time to get your life on track. Are you trying to become a better woman of God? Get a better relationship with Christ, getting your Bible. Are you trying to get them finances and that health together? You got some habits you want to break or some habits that you want to make? Do you need a better prayer life? Okay, well, the Ghetto Good Girl has came out with a yearly planner for the year of 2023. This is the time. The time is now better than ever to get your life on track because you know tomorrow is not promised. Head on over to our Etsy shop. And get the Ghetto Good Girl Planner for 2K23. This will be the best year you've had yet with God. Like I said, it's so much to unpack. It's just like so much to unpack. And it's so many angry people. It is so many angry people. Why are y'all so mad? Can somebody answer me that? When y'all say, like, y'all believe in God, y'all believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then if you believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's the Trinity, right? And the Holy Spirit has the fruit of the Spirit, meaning that if you have the Holy Spirit in your life, you're going to bear fruit. And one of the fruit that you bear is joy. Then why are you so mad? Like, why are you so mad? Make it make sense. Why are you so mad? I get all types of crazy messages on my tiktok and even my christian sorority that i'm in i get like the christians be mad it don't really be like the non-christian people they be like uh another christian it probably don't even show up on their feet it's the christian people that be like no 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 people are going to hell 
And the only way you can serve God is to serve God in a church on Sunday. And if you're doing anything out of the Sunday or the Wednesday or the Monday night, and then if you don't go to the Thursday night, and if you ain't there on Saturdays for choir rehearsal, then you are going to hell. Everything needs to happen inside of that building. And like, they don't even be noticing like you got the pharisees and the sadducees spirit all over you baby you was leaking with all type of judgment and condemnation and that is the complete opposite of what jesus was trying jesus hung with sinners what are they forgetting he would not have hang like he would not be hanging out with pastors he would not be sitting up there. You think you putting your pastor on some type of pedestal like he's the closest to Jesus and Jesus is married to the backslider. He <laughs> like, y'all so weird. Y'all are so weird with how y'all think about stuff. I just want to challenge like how people think about things so bad. <laughs> that is what I'm here for. Like, and I would love for y'all to join the Facebook group. Um, so y'all can help me challenge these things so we can actually like have a conversation around all of this. Cause I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of getting like fed up with the judgment and I kind of feel where these people are coming from. Everybody has like that church hurt and I, I had a like relationship with God for myself. So when people would condemn me, even when I was in the world, it was kind of like, okay, but I know God loves me. Like I had already had that understanding and I understand I'm doing wrong. Okay. I know that I'm doing wrong. Okay. I do better when I'm ready. That was a me thing. That was how I handle things. Right. Everybody's not me. So I can clearly understand how if you did not have that same mindset as me, it would have hurt your feelings. If you're going to somebody crying to them saying, I went through something and you're thinking because they're a Christian, they're supposed to be nice or caring or, you know, have compassion for you. And the first thing they say is, well, baby, the reason you're going through that is because you ain't living right. And God is punishing you because he, you're on your way to a fiery hell. Okay, you could have saved that for next week. I'm crying right now. Like, all I needed was a hug, my guy. But okay. People just don't know how to handle things. And I feel like maybe that's something that should be implemented into churches. What y'all think? Like, a class implemented into churches on, like, how to properly handle people's emotions. And how to properly handle your own emotions. Because most of the time, the people who are, have their nose this high in the sky be the ones who got some dirt they sweeping underneath the rug and need to sweep around their own front door before they sweep around yours. They need to be worried about that. That's in their eye. This, this um, plank that's in their eye instead of the speck that's in their neighbor eye. And that's Jesus talking right there. But okay, it's just so, like, that's why I love Jesus. Because I feel like he already knew all of this. And that's why cause he was already going through it. If we really want to look at it, Jesus was already dealing with the Bible thumpers way back then. He he really is more like everybody else than y'all think. Everybody that gets persecuted for and told that they're going to hell, like Jesus already went through that. That's what they were sitting there and mocking him like, oh, you think you're the son of God. Yeah, blasphemy. Like, if nobody can relate more to you in your most hurt, vulnerable states, nobody can relate more to you than Jesus. Period. Not your home, girl. 
not your hubby wubby, not your mama, nobody, Jesus. Because he was the one that everybody was like, oh, you think you, uh, you thought you ate, give me that plate. Meanwhile, he's supplying the plate, the food, the fork, the breath, the spit, the swallow, the tongue, the teeth. He's supplying all of that, okay? But I digress. I digress. I could just, I can go on and on about that. But yeah, Jesus was the first person to have to endure all that different type of condemnation and persecution. And people would be able to see that if when they came to Christians, Christians was more preaching and being and teaching like Jesus was. Jesus was not throwing scripture after scripture and hell after hell. He was giving all types of parables and examples to be like, okay, they asked him a question. He don't even like address them like, okay, yeah. He's like, so that was a farmer. Like, they're like, Jesus, tell me about like, am I going to heaven so there was a dad and I bet they were like, Jesus is so weird. Like he just busts out with these stories when I'm trying to ask him questions. Like Jesus, like, I'm just trying to understand. Should I sell all my possessions? So there was this man. <laughs> Jesus was like lit, bro. Like he was so lit. And he also was not taking, like he was there for, he wanted all the smoke. He was not taking none of that. He was not, he was there for it. He was there for it. Period. He's like, this is what I came for. I got my boxing gloves. I'm ready. He went cracking smiles. Jesus was like, what's up? Very much. And I don't think people really look at Jesus's story enough. I don't think like everybody say you're supposed to be like Jesus, but nobody really is really breaking down like how Jesus was acting. He was so normal and they put this like stigmatism on him right but jesus was so normal to be god in the flesh he was so freaking normal people would be like talking about him or judging him and he'd be like okay like but what about you all right okay okay well it was a farmer. <laughs> Jesus was very much that guy. I wish I would really like take the time, take the time out and look into Jesus' story because I think that it will show you that you don't have to throw the Bible at people. You can just have normal conversations with people. You can just talk to people and really honestly and truly, you should have more patience with people. If you have accepted God into your life, you have accepted the Holy Spirit into your life. Another one of those fruits of the Spirit is patience. And you can't even say like, but it just gets on my nerves and it just irks my nerves. And nobody is more irritated with our sin than God. Let's be real. He used to open up the whole ground and people get swallowed up. Stop it. Oh, long-suffering is also a fruit of the Spirit. So... Mm, which is also translated as self-control <laughs> y'all just i mean i'm just saying like they said that bible double-edged sword and it be swishing period but i digress mm-hmm. anywho i just want to know what y'all thought about today's conversation this has been just 
kind of a random topic, but something that really needed to be talked about today. Um, I just hope that you do like the conversation. Make sure you share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. Again, I am your ghetto good girl host, Justin Tika, and I do love y'all. Goodbye.